I'm Grace. I'm Sarah. I'm Trudy. And we're the Book Hoes. In this week's episode, we are going to be discussing our goals, like our reading goals for 2022. But, and I think that's all we're doing, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's all we got. But, but before we get into that, we are going to first talk about what we've been reading um, over the past couple of weeks. So Sarah, what have you been reading? So I recently finished The Shady Setup by Lily Vale. Um, it is a uh, rom-com, like romance novel um, about this woman who owns an interior design company. And it's a, what? Is this, sorry, is this shoddy setup, you mean? Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah. No, that's how I pronounced it. I, was like, I thought I was like- dumb. Yeah, no, I was no. like, I thought that's how you, I did no idea. The shoddy setup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, because that name sounded familiar anyway. Yes, continue. Yes, it's the <laughs> well, shoddy Sarah setup. I pronounced it like that last time. I was going to say, like, yeah. Wow. I said what it an idiot I time. am. I thought it was shoddy. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> no, I thought I was an idiot. You're fine. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. So the shoddy setup by Lily Vale. Um. I mentioned, yeah, I mentioned it last time. It's one with the dogs. Uh, the woman owns an interior or she, she kind of does like interior design on her own. And, um, her mother makes her, I guess, pair up with her, her high school ex-boyfriend to work on, he like flips houses and her mother kind of like pushes him to hire her to work on a house he's flipping. And, um, there's also like a dating app called uh, My Shoddy. And they, there's like a whole thing going on with like her current boyfriend and how she tries to like trick him. It's like a whole thing. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this book. Um, It was really good though. I gave it four stars. It's if you like HGTV and dogs and rom-coms, you'll probably like it. Um, It was really fun. I had a good time with it. Um, I mentioned last time I didn't really like the writing in the beginning. And I still didn't love it by the end, but it grew on me. I got used to it and I was able to like fly through it the more I got into it. So it was very good. Um, I definitely recommend it. I think Grace and Trudy, you both probably like it, I think. Um, it was it was a good time. It's on my list. Yes. And then very exciting news. I started right after that. I jumped right into When You Get the Chance by Emma Lord. Uh, this book comes Ooh. out. Well, when we're recording it, it's tomorrow, but when this, by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be out. So it's Emma Lord, our friend, our pal, her new book is out and it is, if you like Mama Mia, you should read it because it is about a 17 year old high school girl who finds her dad's old live journal account. There's actually a viral tweet about this where an author <laughs> was like, oh my God, she finds her dad's live journal account. I'm so old. Um, she finds her dad's old live journal account where he wrote about like sleeping or not sleep. He didn't write about like sleeping with, but that he was with three women, you know, <laughs> around the same time um, that that was like before um, the main character, her name's Millie, was born. And she, sorry, I cannot, the, there's a, the horn going on outside. I cannot think. And so she finds her dad's old live journal account. And she, she wants to find out who her mom is. So she starts um, looking up 
the the women her dad mentions and finding out that they actually do live nearby and they're all kind of like similar to her she's very into broadway she wants to be on broadway one day she's like a she's a she's a theater kid so if you were a theater kid you will probably like this book there's a lot of like broadway references i'm not totally getting all of them because i was not a theater kid but if you're a theater kid i'm sure you will appreciate them um and it's really fun so far i'm having a great time reading it i'm in love with it already i'm like 50 percent of the way through and it's so so good i am already liking it even more than i liked when you have a match i don't think i like it as much as tweet cute so far because tweet cute is like it's iconic it's a classic um but i already like it better than it's even better than you have a match and you have a match was so so good so um, you should definitely pick it up, especially if you like Emma Lord's other books. It's definitely more similar to Tweet Cute because it takes place like in New York City. It's very much like um, adventure. It's like not like adventure, but like she's like on a mission. You know, it's kind of like Tweet Cute where there's a lot of like fun antics going on. Um, yeah, Millie is awesome. She's just like a very out because she's very outgoing very outspoken I love that about her um she is a girl boss but she does not gaslight or gatekeep so we love that for her um yeah I I'm having a great time so we'll have to I'm sure we'll discuss it more because I'm sure Grace and Trudy are going to read it soon too but that's go ahead I was just gonna say I actually just pre-ordered it like right before we got on the zoom call so yeah yes I'm also excited to read it soon yes I'm probably gonna go to Barnes and Noble and get the hardcover copy when it comes out because it's so pretty. It's like a hot pink and it has like mm-hmm. really nice illustration on it. Um, yeah. So uh, everyone should read that when it comes out, go by when you have a chance, when you get the chance by Emma Lord. Um, but that's all I've been reading this week. Um, Grace, what have you been reading? So I thought I'd finished more books than I actually had. I am so we'll go through the brief list. I finished Light from Uncommon Stars by Raika Aoki, which I mentioned last time. It's a science fiction novel. Um, very gay, many women. It was great. Um, very fun. It's about like, like two of the main characters are like in a sapphic relationship and then another, the other main character is transgender. So like, yeah, it's very fun. Very good. Donuts um aliens i'll say no more plus i think i talked about it more at length last time but it was really fun i had a good time um i'm also still chugging along through the matzo ball which i also finished last time and i have not made much progress on it just because i've been kind of lazy and i haven't really felt like it but it's still good i listened to some of the audiobook today i'm having a good time um the main character, or there's two main characters, you know, that's like dual point of view. The female main character has um, a chronic illness, which I think is really interesting. And it's, um, they go into a lot of detail about that, which I enjoy. Um, but again, I'm not done with that yet. Then I started two books. I started one yesterday. That book is May the Best Man Win by Z.R. Elor. And it is about it's two people. It's a, it's a young adult novel. They were dating. Um, one of the characters, these are the two main characters, this dual point of view. One of the characters came out as trans, and after that, they broke up. Um, not, be, not because of that. <laughs> Unrelated. Um, and so now they're not on good terms. They're not on speaking terms. You know, they're exes. And they're both running for homecoming king, um, and they're just kind of, like, trying to outdo each other and, like, 
compete, I guess. Um, it's cute so far. I There's two main characters. It's dual point of view. I'm not sure I like one of them, um, but I think maybe I'm not supposed to, or at least I'm hoping so because he's kind of unlikable. So we'll see how that goes. And because of that, I put it to the side for now because it was not what I wanted at the time. And then today, so today, today I started reading The Girls Were Never Gone by Sarah Glenn Marsh, which I think came out this year. It's another young adult novel. It is a like horror novel. And I think I mentioned it in like our spooky season episode, but it's about a girl. She's kind of a skeptic, but like she wants to believe in ghosts. And she has this, like, she just started this podcast where she's going to go. She's got an internship where she's like helping remodel and renovate this house, this really old historic house and like turn it into a museum. And the house is supposed to be haunted. So she's going to work on her podcast and like do the story of the, the haunted house while she's there. Um Nothing haunted has happened yet, but they're laying the seeds. And I've like watched a lot of horror movies. So I'm like, I know, I know, I know this will come back. Like there's like, it's an old house. So they have like those, I don't know if y'all know what these are, but there's like, you know how there used to be like these like megaphone kind of things in old houses where you would shout into it for like the servants or whatever. Sure. No. Okay. Well they have those and it's like (laughs) in, like, it'll be like in the kitchen. And so it'll go up to like the servants quarters. So you can like be like, hey, I want tea. And the servants will bring you tea because they didn't have phones. Or like, and it's too big, so you can't shout. You can't hear. It amplifies your voice. Anyway, they bring that up at the beginning. I'm like, oh, they're going to hear a scary voice through that later. That'll be fun. Um, but I'm not that far into that either. And that brings me to the last book I want to talk about. I saved the best for last on purpose. I read this book this past week, and I finished it in only two days and it is called the lost village by camilla stin this book was fantastic i bought it from barnes and noble um because they were doing the hardcover sale and it was a great purchase um uh, i just wanted to clarify that the goodreads summary and like the jacket cover says that it's like the blair witch project meets midsummer and i hate midsummer um so i disagree with this uh, comparison um but I wanted to say that in case someone who knows I hate Midsummer, like I don't know tries to cancel me <laughs> I don't think that would actually happen now that I'm saying it out loud I'm gonna move on and explain the book now so the book is like this this girl she is like a film student or whatever and she's graduated and her like passion project is going to this town called um Silver Tarn oh the book is originally in Swedish they translated it into English. Um, so it's a Swedish town called Silvertarn, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. And her grandmother's family lived there. And her grandmother did too. Her grandmother moved away when she was younger and left her family behind. And after that happened, everyone in the town, including her family, like just suddenly went missing one day and no one knows what happened to them. So her dream is to like go to this town, record a documentary with like a group of people and like figure out what happened to the people in this town. So she gets this little group together they don't have any money like they're running off like patreon funds um and they're just gonna stay there for a few days and just do shoot some preliminary footage so they can get the ground running on this project and like maybe find something out while they're there um and then weird stuff starts to happen while they're there and i was obsessed i was turning page after page it's told in like two different like timelines so like there's the main timeline where the camera crew is there, but then there's also like 
the timeline of events leading up to when the town went missing so like back in like the 1950s or whatever and I wasn't as interested in that part of the book believe it or not I was more interested in like what's going on in the present time but it was still really really good I get it would probably be like 4.5 stars I was like wow this is amazing I think it would make a really good movie or tv show too and I think I saw their like yeah the book has been sold to 19 countries and I feel like the movie rights or something have been sold too but um I don't know I couldn't find anything on google about it hopefully they do make it into a movie it was great I went to the author's profile I was like wow what else can I read by this person and then I remembered I don't understand Swedish <laughs> and all her books are <laughs> Swedish. So I'm at a loss. She has one book in English coming out this year. So I'll read that one. But it was great. It was great. It was so good. I loved it so much. Everyone who likes horror, it's very Blair Witch Project vibes. Also some Midnight Mass vibes. If anyone watched that on Netflix, if you liked those things, you should read it. If you didn't like those things, you should probably still read it. It was really good. And that is the last of my books. Shruti, what have you been reading during this time? Um, so last time we recorded, it was like the first day of my winter break. Um, and today we are recording and we are in like my extended winter break because of snow. So in this time period, um, I've read 20 books. For the sake of time, I'm not going to like speed through some of them and then I'll talk about some of them more in depth, like the ones that I really want to. Um, so really quickly. I read uh, The Virgin Scorecard by Lauren Blakely. This was a collection of novellas. It was fine, whatever. Um, Cruel Night by Sasha Leone. This was a mafia romance, but the reason why I read it was because it was a Friends to Lovers mafia romance. Um, it wasn't good. I gave it three stars, but just, you know, there's apparently a thing as Friends to Lovers mafia romances. Um, then just skipping around a little bit, um, I read uh, Walking in a Witchy Wonderland, which is part of the uh, State of Spells series. It was like a collection of novellas, obviously holiday themed, um, very cute. Loved, it was nice to revisit all the couples um, and it would give a little preview of the next books, which I'm very, very excited about. So that was fun as well. Um, I read Get Lucky in Love by Dylan Crush. Um, it was part of the series called The Love Vixen, which is like a Dear Abby kind of thing where people like send in uh, questions to an advice and there's like 12 books in the series. This one was a um, Friends to Lovers one. It was fine. Three stars, whatever. Um, then I went on a little Piper Rain kick and read um, her Green Family series. Well, their Green Family series. Um, I read my Almost X Um some spoilers real quick for No Way Home. If you have not seen that movie at this point, you know, skip ahead like 30 seconds. But I can't skip I ahead. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, I zoned headphones. out. I zoned Take out. Your headphones out for, 30, for like 30 seconds. Yeah, well, thumbs up when you're good. Okay. So the reason why I picked up this book was because um, it had the uh, amnesia in the blurb. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is like what happened in No Way Home. Okay. Well, you know what? While we're here, I just want to say I started the day after I saw No Way Home. I was like, I've been possessed by the feminine urge to read a Spider-Man comic. So I read like half of Spider-Man Deadpool <laughs> Volume 1. But I, then I got distracted. Okay. Then I got distracted. Anyway, carry on. Okay, carry anyway. On. Anyway, yeah, Sarah can come back now. She's not listening. She's, She's not looking at us. She's dealing with something. Yeah. Okay. For I'll those at home, home, there's like a car and Sarah's like parking a lot that's been blaring their horn for an agonizingly long time. Continue on, oh, well. Trudy. Anyway. So yeah, so this one was an amnesia one. Um, it was fine. The there was like the plot twist was pretty predictable and 
the hero was a little annoying at times. So whatever. Um, but then I kept going in the series because I can. And I skipped the third. That was the second book of the series. I skipped the third one. And I went to the fourth one, which was called My Sister's Flirty Friend. That was fun. You know, yeah. it was fine. Three stars. I don't even remember. I don't really remember anything about that other than it was fine. Right, um, and then I read the fifth book in the series, My Unexpected Surprise. Um, this was a accidental one night stand pregnancy situation. Again, it was fine. These books are all just fine. Every now and then there's like one that's like really great. It's usually towards the end of the series, but you need to read the other ones for like the buildup. So that's what we're doing here. So these are all fine. Um, okay. So now I need to go back and talk about some of these a little bit more. Um, so other books I read was The Singles Table by Sarah Desai. Um, this is part of her marriage series. So I've read The Dating Plan and The Marriage Game before. I really liked this one. Um, it was Grumpy Sunshine, which is really, really fun. And then I, the hero, I think, was just a really cool character. And I think he was really well developed. Um, I really, really loved the heroine, though. Her characterization was also awesome. I could probably talk more about this book, but because I have so many to talk about, I will move on. But do recommend if you are in the mood for um, basically the two uh, hero heroine. They're like a little bit, there's like enemies to lovers vibes. It's more like, you know, opposites. It's really opposites to lovers. Um if that's what you're into and you want some like meddling and like, you know, I don't know, meddling aunties, that's the book for you. Um, then I read The Lady Gets Lucky by Joanna Shoup. Um, this one has, I think, been going around a lot in the romance community the past last year. Um, and I really liked it. It's basically, it was a historical romance. It is a uh, teach me story. So like the hero is teaching the heroine about seduction um, to like help her find a, uh, find a match, find a husband. Um, it was really cute. I really love the hero in this one. Would recommend. I give it four stars. Then I went on a little Ali Martinez kick and I read um, Reclaim, which is the second book in her release series. I skipped the release, which is the first book in the series for reasons. Um, and it does, if you do really Reclaim, it does spoil a release, which I, I'm assuming is good. Um, but it's Friends to Lovers. And I really love this one. It was Childhood Friends to Lovers. So you really get to see them while they were little and like building up to that, um, building it up. And um, the plot twist at the end, I I really appreciated how she dealt, dealt deals with this. Ali Martinez is like the queen of friends to lovers, I feel like, because it's like very angsty and it's like a lot of like emotion, but she does it really well. So I really enjoyed this one. Give it four stars. The hero in this one was awesome. Loved him. Would recommend. Um, and then I read From the Embers, also by Ali Martinez. Um, another, this one was more um, basically the hero and the heroine are married to other people but then their spouses die in the fire because like their spouses are best friends, but their spouses die in a fire. And he only rescued res- like one woman. I like how you said, uh, it sounds like you said they die in the fire. Like this is just something that, this is just an infamous event that we were already supposed to know about. <laughs> you know, so they're like, basically they're, the two couples hang out together and there's a fire and the hero accidentally saves the other girl and not his wife. And like, so obviously there's some angst there and they fall in love. There's also kids involved. It was actually a really good time. Did the kids time. die in the fire? No, no, no. The kids survived because the kids were luckily at the babysitter, right? So they Wait a minute. Them. Wait a minute. That is a <laughs> horrible premise for a romance novel. No, 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 no. no. Is it is terrible. I don't want to ruin things for you, but I promise that there are plot twists that make it up. I'm telling you. I've been intrigued like, and I would read it just to exactly. know. Exactly. I it would is, hate it. It sounds messy as hell. That sounds messy like, as fuck. That's terrible. I feel like you would actually like it because things happen. And like, you know, from like the fact that like one of the marriages, you know, are like not happy at the very beginning because it sets it, it up that way. So, um, so the person deserves to die. 
I'm not going to say anything for spoilers. So anyway, Sarah, murderer, that was a book. Plot twist. Plot twist number one. So that was a book. Again, Ali Martinez. I love, I might, that might be one of I have to do for a group read is read an Ali Martinez book for you guys. Because she like, she makes you like weird things. You're like, I don't know why I would like this, but I do. Anyway. Um, and then I skipped that one. I'm going to come back to it. I read All About Us by uh, Tom Ellen. I think this came out last year. It's like a holiday themed one. This one is a written by a guy which I have not read a uh, book written by a male author Men in like, can write. years. I know, right? <laughs> and it was like the central character was a guy as well. Again, weird. Um, but I actually enjoyed this one. I thought it was well-written. I thought it was it was interesting. It was obviously a Christmas Carol inspired. Um, he basically has like a time traveling watch. So he goes back to, because basically he and his wife are having issues. So he's kind of thinking, oh, what would happen if I didn't get together with my wife and got together with this other girl instead? And so like, you know, that journey and everything like that. I thought it was really well done. It was fun. It was obviously a Christmas carol, but you know, I, I enjoyed it. I gave it that four stars. Would recommend. Written by um, a man. It was written by a man. Yes. Wow. And I enjoyed it, which was weird. It was a yeah. Christmas carol retelling written by a man. Romance. Written Romance. by a man. Yep. I mean, a, a Christmas carol was written, written by, by a man, by but man. it was not a romance. Wasn't a, yeah, but it wasn't a romance. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, then I also read Head Over Hooves by Aaron Nichols, another holiday read, um, book boyfriend for sure. Um, this, the hero in this one is from her hotcake series, was not expecting to like immediately in the first chapter be like, oh, okay, because he's supposed to be a good guy. And like, that's his whole shtick is about being the good guy that everyone can rely on. But he's like, no, I'm going to go to Louisiana and not be a good guy. I'm going to be the dirty guy. I want to be like, I want to go have a hot one night stand and I want any commitment. And then of course, immediately he meets this girl and he's like, crap. So great time, had a wonder, would rec- definitely recommend um, that was Head Over Hooves, part of the Boys of the Bayou series as well. Okay, then I read some Maya Banks, read some historical romances, um, Never Seduced Scott and Highlander Most Wanted. Um, basically, it's the Montgomery's and Armstrong series. Basically, there's two rival families. The first one is about a marriage convenience between the, you know, the daughter of one family and the uh, one of the the son of the other family they have to get married what i enjoyed about this is the heroine is actually deaf and that's like a whole thing that is very important to the story um the hero is a super cinnamon role and it's just amazing and awesome um always always took the side of the heroine and everything um really loved the family so that one was really fun um and then highlander most wanted was about um the uh, hero's brother and this one's a little bit heavier, um, definitely trigger warning for um, rape and sexual assault if you're going to read this one because the heroine has, goes through a lot of crap. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. And again, the hero was amazing. I gave this one five stars. Um, I just really, really vibed with this one. Um, but yeah, so both of those are really good. I'm really sad because Maya Banks actually had a third one book that she was going to write for this about one of like the other family's brothers, sons, whatever. And it was going to be like a friends to lovers because you introduced to both of them already, but she has not published anything in like almost 10 years and we don't know what's going on with that one. So I don't is think she, that book is ever getting written. Is she okay? Apparently she's alive and like, I don't know, doing things, but okay. she hasn't written anything recently. Yeah. She hasn't written anything in many, in a long time. So like, I don't think that book is ever getting written, which sucks, but I yeah. really did enjoy the series. And I think what I liked about it is it's a historical romance where the heroes are still like decently good people. And I feel like that's hard to find in historical romances at times. But yeah, so like they're just like good guys and just like, you know, I don't know. They're just good people. And I really like that one. So sad that the third book won't happen, but I did enjoy those two. 
When I was okay. 11, there was this iCarly fan fiction I was reading, and it didn't update for a really long time. And I was like, damn, did the person die? And then I went to their fanfiction.net profile, and they said, I haven't written in a really long time because my mom died, and I felt really bad. <laughs> no. Anyway. That's, that All was right. kind of them to, like, post an update, though. A yeah. lot of fan fiction writers yeah. would just, like, fall off like, the face of the earth, and you're I like, know. right, I was happy okay. I wasn't yeah. happy at all, but, you know, I was like, I'm glad they're not dead, you know? Right, right, at least <laughs> yeah. you know. Right. All right, I'm almost done, I promise, maybe. Um, then I, so I read one more thing before the end of the year, but we'll come back to that, because I really want to talk about that one more in depth. But I re- I finally finished my reread of Romancing Mr. Bridgerton. I'm not going to talk about that one. Then we get to this year. I write two books so far this year. Twisted Love by Piper uh, Lawson. Love this book. Um, Friends to Lovers, Girl Boss, and like Rich Heroine, Fake Dating. Really great time. Um, and then I read Silver Lining Love. And listen, who, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw what I wrote about this book. Um, it was not good. Um, the writing is not great. The title is pretty bad. There's some good mutual pining. But the worst part of this is like, like there's two sex scenes in this book. And both of the sex scenes, the hero lasts like all of one minute. And it's like pointed out too. It's not even like, oh, it's one paragraph. So like it's a quick sex scene. No, it's like talk about how like he pumps three times and then he's over. I'm like, what? why would you? Mm. Like, that's not sexy. I don't want a sex scene where the hero doesn't last. Like, I understand that that's probably more realistic, but I'm not reading a romance book for the realism. I'm reading the fantasy. Exactly. So anyway, that book is there. It exists. But anyway. All right. Finally, all of this to say, my favorite thing that I read um, and probably actually would go back if we had to edit my list for 2021 would actually be my favorite thing I read all of 2021. It, well, one of the favorite things is Celestial by Olivia Wild, Wildenstein. Um, and this is part of her Angels of Ellison series. I'm pretty sure on Book Talk, Feather is like this really, really popular book that has been coming around a, a lot. And it is a um, retelling of Romeo and Juliet. And it basically is like an angel situation is the kind of, it's an urban fantasy. Um, angels exist and the main, the heroine is an angel and she's been tra- um, like sent down to, um, they like redeem deep sinners and they earn feathers for every like center that they redeem and like points, they earn, they earn points basically it's a system. Um, so Feather was the first book in the series and um, it's a Romeo and Juliet retelling. So I can go ahead and tell you that it has a different, difficult end ending is all I'm going to say about that one so I skipped it because I was like I don't want that one so then I read to the second book which is called Celestial and this book absolutely stole my heart I'm absolutely obsessed with it I really really love it and I feel like everyone should read it um this one is about the best friend of the heroine from the first book um who is an angel but it basically decided like I don't want my wing I don't want my feathers I don't want my wings screw this and so she like still helps people out but she's like not doing but she's not trying to earn her wings and until one of the like main seven archangel angel people, Asher is the hero. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't know what happened. And so I'm not going to tell you because it's a major spoiler for what happens, but he did something. And now she's like, oh crap, wait a minute. I do want my wings. And basically they go on an adventure journey to help her get her wings back. And then naturally over the course of time, they fall in love. I absolutely love this book. Um, It's great. It's very happy ending. And I love both characters. I felt like Celeste, who is the um, heroine, is just so much fun because she like is very determined in her ways, whether at first it's even if it's like wrong, but like the moment she realizes she's wrong, she will like, you know, fix it. And she still has like a kind heart and she's still sometimes naive, but like, I don't know. I really love this book. I really love the hero. It is absolutely one of my favorite things. 
And then the third book in the series, which was called uh, Starlight, which is the other book I read. I also really loved that one. Not as much as the second one. Um, this one was more enemies to lovers. It's like bad boy and good girl kind of vibes. They're both angels. Um, not really spoilers, but they're very heavily related to the couple in from Feather from the first book. Um, and this one, it was a little bit too much plot going on. So both the books have a lot of subplots and plots, but I felt like the second book handled them better versus the third one felt like it was a little bit all over the place. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, very much more focused on the romance than the fantasy, but there is still a little bit of a world. There is definitely a world and a lot of really interesting world building and stuff like that. Um, but I really loved the series. And I think more importantly, I found an author whose backlist I am now going to be exploring, especially for more urban fantasy, um, because she really knows how to balance the fantasy with the romance, which I enjoyed a lot. So yes, if you are interested in angels and paranormal slash urban fantasy stuff, definitely recommend um, her Angels of Ellison series. That's Olivia Wallinson. And having said all of that, I am now done. I have read, oh wait, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not done. I am <laughs> one more book. It is the book that I'm currently reading and then I'm like almost done. I'm on the epilogue of, which is When the Time is Right by M. Mabel and Ali Martinez, who I mentioned earlier. Um, it's again, a Friends to Lovers because Ali Martinez can write Friends to Lovers like, like the back of her hand. Um, I'm really loving this one. I'm going to save what my main most thoughts till I finish. And also because I've been talking for so long. So I'll talk about this one next time. But just know that I'm almost done with it. All right. I'm done now. Congrats. <laughs> I'm proud How many of you. books did you end up reading? In... Oh, well, so I read 20 since the last time we talked. But I think my final total for yeah. 2021 was 140. Damn. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Look at you. Also, sorry, <laughs> I kept... Um, doing weird things on mute um <laughs> update john called the local dispatch and they came out and they made the car stop honking so we are yay, yay. <laughs> i am no longer feeling insane <laughs> so now we're going to talk about our 2022 reading goals but before we do that let's hear a word from our sponsor and we're back so now we are going to talk about our goals for the upcoming year as far as reading goes. And of course, we would be remiss if we did not start with our the thing that um, punishes us every day, the bane of our existence, the Goodreads Reading Challenge. Um, mine is set for 40. That's the number I started out with last year. Um, I ended up passing it quite a lot. I think I read like 60, 62 books last year. Um, but again, as we've discussed, part of that was because I had to read a lot of books for this one class I was taking. So I am taking a similar class this year, but I have to read less books. So I figured 40 was a safe bet. So I stuck with 40. My Goodreads goal is set for 50 for 2022 because... Um, one of my like unrelated to book goals, but like regular goals for the year is to go on my, go on social media less. So I think if I'm going on social media less, if I, I have the Kindle app on my phone, so I can just read books on my phone instead of going on social media. And I want to try doing that. And I was like, well, if I'm doing that, then I'll be able to get more reading done. Um, cause I read this Twitter thread by this girl who reads like 300 books a year and she's like what I do she's like anytime I would normally go on social media like if you're standing in line or whatever I just pull up my book and I'm like man 
That's oh, a good idea. That is a good idea. I don't think I'm good. This might be why that. I read so much too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, you know, Trudy, you read on, on your phone, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And then I'm, and then I feel like, yeah, when I notice when I'm really into like a books, I'm like not on mm-hmm. social media as much. Right. Right. That's how I'm trying to be. Um, because yeah. So anyways, but I set it for 50 because I want to like push myself this year. I hit 50. Exactly. I had read exactly 50 books in 2021. So I'm like, I want to push myself a little bit in 2022. I list, I can listen to audiobooks. I, you know, read on my phone, read physical books, all three mediums. And I want to, I want to hit 50 in 2022. But then again, you know, we obviously never know what is going to happen in any given year. But the good thing about Goodreads goals is they let you change it. You can they literally do. cheat. Yes. You can literally cheat and change it like on December 31st. So worst mm-hmm. comes to worst, I will mm-hmm. change it because and either way, you know, I will complete the goal even if I have to lower it. I've done that before. <laughs> I've changed it like on have December as well. 31st. <laughs> on December 31st. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> I think the latest I've changed mine is like December 1st, which, you know. Thanks, Goodreads, for at least letting us do that. I don't think I've ever changed it down, but I've only been doing it for a couple of years. So um, I'm sticking with my standard 100 books um, for 2022. Um, as I've said, I obviously last year I passed it um, and the year before that I passed it by a lot. But like 100 feels standard because I always feel like there's something else is going to happen or there might be something else I would like to do with my life other than reading. Um, so 100 feels safe. So we're sticking with 100 books. Okay, so that moves into our like miscellaneous book goals. Um, I aimed low for <laughs> this because if you aim low, you won't disappoint yourself. So I didn't set a lot of these and the goals that I did set were like low goals, if that made sense. But anyway, my first one is that I want to read five graphic novels this year. I will definitely read five. Um, I may read more, but again, we're aiming low. And the reason why I picked this as my goal is because I ended up reading a lot of graphic novels last year. So I'm more for fun, but I also read a lot for class and I really enjoyed it. So I would like to do that again. Um, I bought two graphic novels recently at the bookstore. I got the first volume of Lore Olympus and then I got the first volume of Heartstopper, which are both like really popular. And they're both web comics, I think, that are now published graphic novels. So that's fun. I will probably get the feminine urge to read a Marvel comic at some point this year. So I think I can do it. So I that's think one of my goals. It. Thank you. Um, I also aimed very, very low for my other goals this year. I was very humbled listening to <laughs> the goals that I set for myself last year. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm going into this, um, knowing myself a little bit better. So, um, my first goal for myself, um, last year I set a similar goal, but I've made it very vague. I just said that I wanted to read most of the books I own. Well, that was not specific enough for me. I did not do that. So I gave myself a specific number. I want at least 12 of the books I read this year to be from my already owned yet unread shelf. I feel like that's reasonable. That's one per month. So one out of every book I read every month must be one that is on my physical TBR shelf that I own and have not read. And I'm going to, that that's the one I'm going to try to hold myself to the most because um, I say this every year, but it's actually ridiculous. I have like 30 unread books, 12 will just be making a small dent. So I, I just, that's the one I really want to hit. Twelve is almost half. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you don't buy anymore. <laughs> if I don't buy anymore, which I 100% will. Um, so I went a bit more specific this year in some ways, but then not in other ways. Um, so my first one is I want to, similar to what I did last year, I want to read three non-male female romances. Um, so whether that's male male or female female, I just want to read three non-male female romances. Um, I'm pretty sure I will meet this because there's already one book I'm really excited for that's coming out um, that is female female. And the, what and, book is it, Shruti? Tell the class. Um, it is by Alexandria Bellafor. Oh yeah. Called, and it is called what is it called? I don't remember what it's called, but it's by either. Alexandria Bellafor. It, it's um, her third book in the series with um, written in the stars and hang the moon, both of which were excellent books. So definitely recommend. But I'm excited for the third book in that series. Um, and then there is a male male book that I would probably should read at some point but we'll get to that later okay my next goal is that I would like to read five sci-fi books um because the reason why is I've read a couple this year that I enjoyed um and I like sci- I like watching sci-fi I like watching sci-fi movies I like watching sci-fi tv shows so I feel like I would probably like reading sci-fi books I just haven't either I haven't I both haven't done it but I also haven't like looked for the right ones so this is an open call I have some (laughs) I own some that I haven't read that seem up my alley so I'll definitely read those this is an open call for anyone who like sci-fi to recommend me sci-fi books um because when I've gone to the bookstore in the past few instances it's just been like 10 different copies of Dune but I think it's all different Dunes <laughs> like they all have different covers there, there are a million first of all there's a million different covers of the first Dune book and then the the author like died after he wrote like five of the books but then his son literally wrote like 50 more it's in like oh. The original author has only written five Dune books, but his son has written like 30. It's insane. There's so many. The... I so, don't want to so... read Dune. No. So no, hypothetical question for you, Grace. Uh-huh. Um, would you consider an alien romance book to be sci-fi? <laughs> just, just hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. it would never come up Yes, but not <laughs> the ones that you are talking about. But would you consider that sci-fi for your goal? I don't I don't know no probably okay. I'd probably consider it romance okay but, but it's like, like science fiction romance it depends on how desperate I get Shruti if I only read four <laughs> other sci-fi books then yes I would count that one um okay anyway moving on I yes sci-fi recommendations I enjoy um space I enjoy creatures of many kinds that are scary preferably but you know like alien I guess that has to do with space um not the not Trudy's kind of alien probably um what other things I like apocalypses those are fun is that sci-fi I think it is uh the future is scary but I could be persuaded YA sci-fi I could definitely handle some YA sci-fi so I will gladly accept some of those recommendations um I like a good squad. So anything like Guardians of the Galaxy, I would read that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, five sci-fi novels. So keeping in mind that we're, we're staying humble. We're aiming low this year. 
Um, these are another set of goals that I had last year. Uh, one of them, I just completely didn't meet. And the other, um, I kind of met, but it was a more of like a finagling my way. It wasn't, I meant it, but not, I, I met it, but not in the way that I meant it when I first said it. So this goal is to read um, one complete series. Last year, I, my goal was to read two series, but I didn't specify like complete series. So I like counted like the inheritance <laughs> games that I read two of, um, you know, series that I started in a different year, but finished in um, last year. But this year I want no ifs, ands, or buts. I want to read the first book through the last book at a, one whole series this year. And then the other part of this goal is the part that I did not meet last year. And that is, I want to read one nonfiction book. Last year, I think my goal was to read like three nonfiction books. I did not read a single one, but this year I would like to read at least one single nonfiction book. Um, mine is similar. I would like to read one classic novel. I did meet that last year. Last year I only read one. Um, so I'm going to stick with one this year and we'll just say one. Um, if that classic happens to be Emma, great. If it ends up being something else, also great. Just one classic novel. Um, and then on that genre train, the other thing I want to do is I have a ton. I was, so I cleaned up my TBR list on Goodreads um, over break. And I realized I have a ton of fantasy series of the like the last book of the fantasy series on that list because I was waiting for the last book to come out. So my goal this year is to read three fantasy series that are on my TBR. Um, one of them I'll talk about in a second, but another one that I keep meaning to start reading and then just don't is um, The Fox in the Shadow, that series. So I do want to read that one. And there's a couple other on there as well, um, like Curse Breakers and other random things that have come out. So I would like to read three of those um, before the year is up. Um, again, aiming low. So this is my last goal that I have. Y'all may have several more and then I'll just listen to you guys for the rest of the episode um but my last goal is similar to Sarah's I think I missed part of it because I had to let my dog inside because he's needy but um Sarah mentioned like reading the book she owns I also need to do that and Sarah was very specific in her goals and I didn't want to be specific because we're aiming low but if I'm not specific then like you know, that's so. what I was saying. I let myself, I was, I was too vague last year. I wasn't, I wasn't holding myself accountable. So I feel like 10 is a good, is good, but it needs to be books that I haven't bought this year. It has to be 10 books that I have already bought prior to this year. Not new books that I have bought this year it has to be those. Um, and I feel like perhaps a way to stick to this will be to stop putting books on hold from the library, which is like just books. I'm like, that looks good. I'll check that out. Um, or like new releases. Not that you shouldn't be supporting your local library by all means, I'll by all means do that. But that's where I go wrong. And then also we need to stop buying so many fucking books because I'm running out of places to put them. <laughs> Literally same. And just to clarify for myself, I also meant books that were on my shelf on December 31st, 2021. Yes, <laughs> That's yes, what December I, if they were 2021. on my shelf on December 31st, 2021, then they count anything. I they, That does not include any new releases or new books I buy this year. And then like in tangent with that, if, you know, I probably won't do this. <laughs> I think we all know what I'm going to say. This probably won't happen. 
However, I do think the Lord of the Rings Amazon show comes out this year. So I I do kind of have something holding me accountable, but probably not. Um, and for all we know, that might have gotten delayed to COVID. So I may be off the hook again. But I should really read Lord of the Rings this year. And I own The Hobbit. So that ties in with that goal. Will, will I read it? No, probably not. But <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah, I believe in you, Grace. Maybe this Thank will be you. your I believe year. In you also. This will Maybe. be your year. Um, I have two more goals, but they're very simple goals. Um, this next goal, I had to, I, I have to do this to myself. It needs to be, it needs to happen. It needs to be done. Um, I need to read Capturing the Devil by Carrie Maniscalco. Yes, um, you do. No further comments. It's what it, it, no it's the comments. thing standing between me and finishing that series. Um, it, it just needs to happen. I put it as, as its own goal because it, it needs to happen. Um, mine is also a very, so my, my last like one and a half, two goals, um, are very specific goals. Um, I'll stick with the shorter one, um, specific books that I need to read this year. Serpent and Dove. Um, I've decided I'm not going to read the other two books in the series because I've heard terrible things about them. I'm just going to read the first one just so that I know what's happening. And then so we can all talk about it, but I'm just going to wait a minute. minute. You waited for the next two to be out. And now you're like, no, I'm only going to read the first. What? Well, I heard terrible things with the other two, so I'm not going to ruin that for myself. Is the last one bad, too? Because I did hear bad things about the second one. I heard that the series, like the ending of the series was anticlimactic and people weren't super fond of it. So I, I will be the first one. I do give myself the room to change my mind on that. But as of right now, I'm thinking I'm just going to read the first one. That's so funny. I'm oh pretty God. sure she wrote the first one like on Wattpad or something. And then it got turned into like a, a published deal. And I'm sure she had to come up with the second and third one. Mm, and she probably didn't intend that when she was writing it originally. So maybe that's why. That's a good maybe. point. Um, I will also read um, The Gilded Wolves by Roshni Chakshi. I'm going to read this in series. The entire series, is, the trilogy is out. Um, so it's doing a finished series. This could actually go into my fantasy series, Other Goal. Um, but I do really want to read this one. I want to support my Daisy authors. Um, so I am excited to do that. Even though we know Grace didn't like it. It's okay. I might would like can... it if I read it again, but I don't know if I ever will. But I might would like it if I gave it a second try. I just that's think fair. it wasn't. I just think it wasn't really for me. Which I think really bad. That's the one I had in mind for my series this year. I think that's the yeah. one I'm going to read because um, I've been meaning to read it uh, for a while, not as long as Capturing the Devil. And the the last book just came out, so it'll it'll count yeah. for me. And then another book that I will probably read this year because I'm saying right now that I will read it this year is Red, White, and Royal Blue. And this will also go with my non-male-female romances. So I will read it this year at some point, probably, hopefully. There you go. There you go. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one last goal and that is just to use um, the library slash Libby app more for new releases. Um, I tend to like just go buy new releases right away because my favorite bookstore is like two minutes away from my work. So I just go to my little bookstore after work and I buy any old book I want. Um, and I need to stop doing that. So I'm going to start checking out, uh, new releases on the Libby app, even if I have to wait a little bit for them, unless it's something I'm like super, super excited for. I'm going to try to start checking out from the library instead, because I can wait despite what my brain tells me I can wait a couple of weeks. And that'll also feed into my goal of like reading more on like on my phone. I can use my Kindle for that and stuff. So works out. 
I support I that. Same. Um, I have one last one, specific one. It's technically a TV goal, but in order to complete the TV goal, I need to read the books first. I have still not watched the Netflix series of unfortunate events TV show, but I'm going to read the books first. So at some point, and I did read, we did read the bad beginning like two years ago. And I still oh, remember it was a year ago. I hate or to tell you ago. that. Whatever. All right, guys. Um, now that we're in 2022, but it was like the right. end of 2020. End of right. So it was really like a year ago. So I want to reread the series. Um, and Grace has told me that I should reread the entire series first before rereading, before watching the show. I know other people have done it where they would like reread some, they'll read the books and then they'll watch part of that, the show that goes along with those books. But I have been, Grace has told me to not do it that way. So I don't remember telling you that, but I was probably right. So you, I'm pretty sure you told me that. Or, some, or I made that up. I don't know. Um, so at some point this year, you will see, hear me probably go talking about <laughs> write all 13 series of unfortunate event books so that I could watch the TV show. You all um, read those quick, space- though, because I read them yes. really quick and you read way faster than I do. Maybe I'll try to space them out and like read one a week or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But that is that is something I would like to read this year and then finally watch the TV show as well. I support you. A cinematic classic and a literary classic all in one. Yes. So that brings us to the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Um, You know, if you have any recommendations for some of the goals we came up with, let us know. Or let us know what your own reading goals are and what your Goodreads challenge is set at. And you can do all of that by following us and tagging us in your tweets on Twitter. And our Twitter is at the book host. You can also tag us on Instagram, which is at book host pod. And you can send us an email at bookhostpod at gmail.com. But you should definitely leave a rating and write a review. And you can do this both on Apple or now on Spotify as well. So that other people can find oh, yeah. our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do that on Spotify. I forgot you could do that. Mm-hmm. Rate us five stars. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Bye.